Welcome back to the Decaf Recap. I am here with my guest Christian and my Hello. guest Marcus. So We're here tonight to talk about a movie that we should have talked about a long time ago. Not the justice we needed, but the one we deserve. We're talking about The Dark Knight. Now, there's been a lot said about this movie. So what do you guys think? What, do you like it? Do you hate it? I liked it. I think that's pretty much the wrap of it. We just close it out this podcast. <laughs> the rhetorical question. Everyone likes that movie. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was so popping. It uh, started the shooting. <laughs> I mean, that's not where my mind went, but it was. It was aired, and then you had what that thing that happened down in Colorado, which was terrible. But it's besides the point. That's not about the movie itself. <laughs> I, know, I, know. I just wanted to acknowledge that that movie was that good. I mean, it did did inspire that weird joke of yours, but that's that's ah, it's just weird. That's a vertical point. Having said that, we are going to be talking about the Joker because he's the antagonist. He was played by Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger's last role. We keep on doing these last role movies for an yeah, actor. Yeah, we did Brandon Lee. And then, yeah. And and that led to this discussion in more ways than one, just because. You know, like, we were talking about how Brandon Lee is, in a sense, a lot like, or may have led to a lot of inspiration for Heath Ledger in his design. It's not entirely like... Oh, I see. Kind of like that wet hair, like, shabby makeup. Yeah. yeah. It's not directly stated. Like, Heath Ledger never wrote about that in his journal, or, like, no one on stage. But, like, you can see the comparison. It's hard to deny it. Um, that aside, I've heard some people call this movie, especially on YouTube and stuff as such, uh, that's like a, a, a post a 9-11 noir film, which I kind of see. So if you're doing Batman, it's a noir film. It's, at least it's a de- uh, detective film. Um, but the post-9-11 thing is, I think it's there, because one of the big things about Batman in that film, even though it's more commentary than, like, I don't know, uh, heavy-handed, is just the idea that he's an authoritarian figure. You know, he's a, he's a fascist in the sense that he's, like, a secret police if he's never put in check, if he's always, if he's eternal. Like, the idea of Batman forever is a scary thought. But it also begs the question, like, you know, how far is too far? Because when you've got to stop an ultimate psychopath, you know, like, at what cost? At least that's what Morgan Freeman explains in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I also feel like if it weren't for the costumes and, like, the, the, sound, like, the cool-sounding voices and all that, all these dudes would just be terrorists running around Gotham City, you know? Basically. And it's – and the film talks about that, like, just – the, uh, the monologue that you have from the Joker where he just says, you know, look what I did to the city with a couple of uh, bullets and a few drums of gasoline. Because he's just, he's just the idea of, you know, anyone could do this. You know, he's not super powerful. He's, he's charismatic, sure, like he's got an attitude. But it's just the idea like a regular person could do that. And a lot of other like comic artists have hinted at that before. It's like, you know, it's just the idea of one person has a bad day. Boom, everything just goes to hell. But there is, like, some, some commentary on just the idea, like, okay, if anyone can do that, you know, like, why don't we do that, you know? And Gotham City is supposed to be this terrible hellhole of a city, and, like, in that movie, at least, they're kind of coming out of that. Like, you know, Harvey Dent comes forward and, like, locks up all the criminals, all of them, just like that. Uh, but then it's a question of, like, okay, uh, you know, you know what is, like, kind of what is justice, and, you know, is the truth worth it? Because in that film... You know, the Joker kind of wins, right? He, yeah. He, his plan succeeds. Well, his, I don't know, his... Uh, his end goal of making Batman yeah. a, a liar, I guess, a bad guy in some sort of, like, 
odd fashion to at a the, crazy man, you know? At the very least, his agenda. Because, you know, he, ha- he has an agenda. Like, he has, um, he doesn't have, like, a plan, or at least he states that he doesn't. But it's just the idea that, you know, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, right, but, like, he's just a guy, you know, just going around blowing stuff up. Like, that's more or less his, his, his bravado. But at the same time, he did just want to prove, like, his point, which thing anyone, um, anyone can do what he does. And then, I don't know, Batman, Batman doesn't sit, ha, he has a different thing. Because you know a lot of com, comic book superheroes are like, anyone can do good. Like Superman, for example, is so like, anyone can do justice. Batman, though, is a little bit different where he's like, justice seems to be something a little bit more subjective to him, I'd argue. Just because like his version of justice, right, is highly skilled, highly precisioned, and is not something the average man could accomplish. Like the idea of being a dark knight is you, you're a selected person who, you know, sacrifices everything but also puts everything on the table. Hmm. Harvey Dent is also, you know, he's he's not exactly the average Joe man, but he does represent kind of, you know, like a... a kind of like the people. Yeah. It's like, you know, he's there for the people, not like Batman, where he's just doing, like, his own way. You know, like, it's not like... Like, even say he's a white knight. He's right. thrust yeah. upon him. He got elected to his shit. But he, uh, yeah. What else, man? Well, I just find it interesting, though, that, like, the Joker's example is, like, anyone can do what I do. But Harvey Dent and Batman are more, you know, secluded from the idea, like, anyone can do what they do. Even, even the, remember the intro? They had those uh, guys wearing hockey pads. <laughs> and he's just like, you guys can't, exactly, you guys can't do this. You don't have billions of dollar hockey pads. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I'm not wearing good. Ugh. That Joker. <laughs> <laughs> Should we just we can well, cover I, the Joker big time? I gotta say, like I think this is like the first comic book, like big comic movie that didn't feel like a comic. You know? Yeah, it was just sort of like a this, movie. Yeah, a this was a, a thriller, like yeah. you know, a crime thriller. You know? It was a crime thriller. Uh, it was definitely uh, a lot more grounded in realism. Yeah, like the Joker doesn't have his iconic. Um, a origin. Instead, he just has like you know a multiple origin, or it's stated as multiple times as as different things. He just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. That's the thing. He does. <laughs> he, he he comes out of the weird works. No explanation. They never give him an origin, which is good. You get the idea that he's just there one all of a sudden. Yeah. The criminals kind of talk about him like, oh, you know, who is this guy? Like, why yeah. do they call him the Joker? Yeah, why and he just like, war and I, I they just do. throw him in there. I feel like uh, hmm. Joker is just a constant. Once a Batman shows up, there's a Joker, and it, it, it kind of oh, yeah. happens like yeah. unanimously throughout the comic books, always. And well, last week uh, I was talking about with uh, with Trey, we were talking about um, a V for Vendetta, and that that story is all about you know the anarchist versus the dictator, right? Or the anarchist versus the fascist. You can argue the same thing for the Dark Knight because at the end of the day, the Joker is just an anarchist. You know, he's just there to cause. He's just be a rabble rouser. And Batman, again, can be seen as fascist because his whole spiel is less like, you know, this is a time of urgency. People need the Batman. But he's a vigilante who goes out at nighttime beating people up. The only thing yeah, that's not there. Right. Criminals well, need a fair chance. Well, it's also the idea, like, you know, who is he to say who gets beat up? Like, it, there is, like, some 
if a Batman actually existed, people would be terrified, right? Because like, <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm even, <laughs> even if he didn't, kicks my ass. I mean, my mind didn't go there, but sure, why not? I mean, he probably do it. <laughs> I mean, you think that you would think that because you wouldn't, you wouldn't have no idea. We're looking at Batman through like some rose-colored glasses with a couple mm. of like decades of like good vibes coming right behind him. That's so, actually yeah. a good point. Because to the average citizen, you just hear like, oh, criminals get beat up at night by this boogeyman. Yeah. But he never like gives out a list of demands like, don't do this, don't do this. And where's his cutoff, you know? Like, where yeah, where's right. the least amount of crime you can do before you, know, you get a Batman for that? And, and so it is kind of like really messed up. The only thing that justifies Batman in the eyes of like the public is like, okay, Gotham is really bad. And he does need someone to, you know, work outside of the system because there's corruption in the system. Like they, the average, yeah, yeah. oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's there's crooked cro- cops, and they explain that in both Batman Begins and in um, uh, the Dark Knight. I feel like they gloss over that a little bit, slightly. I mean, a little bit. Some people working for it, like yeah. Falcone, and then yeah. I think one of Gordon's men was working. Two yeah, of those, the two the, of them. Uh, the the people who took uh, Dent and Rachel. Yeah, yeah. And that, oh my god, like. That's the thing where it's subtly explained, like, okay, there's some crooked cops. And then it comes back, and it's it just, like, it's such a sucker punch to the viewers. You're like, wait, what's going on? Like, they got the Joker. That should be it, right? No, that, like, that, and that's really fucked up because they have those, there's at least three climactic parts of that movie, right? You got the tower scene in China, then you got uh, them chasing down Dent, and then, like, the finale at the end where the uh, Batman has to, you know, fist fight the Joker, that amount of action, like, just how many films can have that much action and it be fluid? Like, I never thought to myself, okay, they're just doing this just because. I was just like, no, they're doing this because this is the story right here. Like, they're pushing yeah. things forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then again, this is Christopher Nolan, a man who just prompts fanboy boners. <laughs> uh, you know that, like, his lowest rating Rotten Tomato film is 76%? 76. Didn't he yeah. make Transformers? <laughs> I believe you're thinking of Michael Bay, oh, but, uh, yeah, no, but right, I see how right. you mess him up, you know? <laughs> Michael Bay. Kind of explosions, I guess, just got better explosions. Actually, that's a good point. Christopher Nolan does have better explosions, more realistic really explosions. They blew up half a hospital. <laughs> a real hospital here in where we live. Do we give our state out? No, we're not going to give our state out. All right, all right. We live in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to say Hawaii. <laughs> uh, now you're picturing it, right? Heath Ledger's Joker in Hawaii. <laughs> I don't know, that'd be all right. Trade in the, the nursing outfit for a skirt. <laughs> the fucking nurse outfit. Oh, my God. I thought that was pretty funny. That's oh, very Joker. That's, like, uh, yeah. spread up his alley. And it kind of worked for, like, how, how like, of us, how, the what way of psychotic he was. He was, like... He still like stuck to like dressing nice, and he still stuck to like being elegant about the like crazy stuff that he does, and all that. And, well, and, uh, I like that. Every moment with the Joker, especially with his getups and just like his little uh, I don't know um, bits that he does, it's all strategic. It's not he's not doing it just because he's crazy. He's doing it for intimidation. Like when he's in the um, the ballroom, right? He takes like a shot of champagne and he you know spills it uh, intentionally and then pretends to drink out of it. But that also makes sense because if you're a criminal, you know, holding that many people hostage, you don't want to dull your senses. So it's, it's you know, it's a definitely fuck you to, like, the people who are there. But at the same time, it's just it, – it's a, it's a joke. It's a, it's a yeah. 
It's Mind a joke. Yeah, it's a joke. Same thing with the the, the nurse Jackie outfit that he puts on because it's just like you're not gonna suspect the Joker would dress up, you know, as a fucking nurse. But when he does, it's just like, oh shit, he got past our radar. Just turns around and just shoots the fucking cop. He's just like, oh my god. And then his interaction with uh, with Two Face during that time, oh, yeah. he just walks up and just like, hi. <laughs> He's all fixing his hair. <laughs> I love oh, that man. That's uh, that's so crazy. I never thought I'd be able to see like two villains just. Like having like a nice villain talk, like the classic comic book villain sit down or lie down in the. But it makes perfect sense. It, but it works for the like the story, you know. They're not talking because they're you know just villains and like they get together at a pub. Well, it was just like he was corrupting them. Like he was, yeah. he was making them transforming him into yeah two face, you know, like yeah villain doubling down or uh, we call that like consider that. like a recruitment or something. Yeah. You know, like. Oh, definitely, and. He he plays like it's, but it's believable is the thing. Like it's not forced. And the way the rules, like the way their their comic book counterpart rules, like came out in that movie, I thought it was pretty cool. Like then, straight away went to that coin Mm -hmm. for like fair play. I would have shot the Joker in the head after that. Actually, there's a some people who are like major film theorists theorists believe that um, if you that how the Joker was holding the gun to his head, his finger was blocking. The hammer from the from the the chambers. Oh, um, so it's still all, yeah, it's still all calculated. All right, I, I like that I like illusion. It's it's the illusion of choice. It's just the idea, and they did hint on one thing in that movie that's also in the comics is that the Joker has some sort of luck on his side. I mean, you can just say that it's the writers who don't want to kill him off, but yep. it's also that idea like if you were just if you were a psychopath but just had like a lucky break. You know, like how Con- consistently lucky breaks, and and showing that with the coin is a nice little jab at that. He he was even like when Two Face like you know was showing him the coin, he's like you know you're really gonna die. He's like oh now we're talking. You know he's like getting excited by it. You know? well, like, because he he he's uh like you said he he's winding him up. He's he's has proof that you know he's corrupted Dent, and it it, it works. And it's not just the idea of of Dent. But it's just the idea of, um, of like, the mob getting to people, right? Because the mob at first is just, like, they're organized, but they're organized just to make money. And then by the end, you know, the Joker burns half their profit, and they don't care. They still follow him because they're just like, wait a minute. This guy's making strides. Not only is he going to bring things back to the way things are, but it's just the idea, like, we're not just getting money. We're getting power. Like, he just goes full territorial, and everyone just follows him because he gets momentum. He gets results. Like, that's the one thing that's really scary about the Joker is when he gets results. Like, any any man can be crazy, but when you can be crazy and get away with it, ah, <laughs> just that scene at the beginning, right? He's like, you think you just steal from us and walk away? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, man, man. And that scene, like, oh my god. <laughs> Real quick, though. Do you guys think that that, uh, that smoke canister in that dude's mouth, do you think that was enough, like a little, like a, to the laughing gas. I think so. When I saw that in that movie, I was like, oh, if that shit comes out green, it's gonna be crazy. That's what I thought. And then it, came out, yeah. it came out all regular, they never even talked about it. Like, I think he was just like nonsensical. Yeah. You know, because like, even the line you say, he's like, we're raising figures. Makes you stranger. stranger. You're just like, what? You know, like you're just... And the guy's relieved to not be dead. Yeah. Just like, well, yeah, because... Oh, that's, that's like the, the laugh of the laughing gas. That's pretty funny. He thought his head was gonna blow off. And what's really great about that scene, again... Is the resourcefulness of the Joker because what does he use to, to pull the pin? It's just a string from his cloth, from from his suit. So he, it, you can see it like peeling away from his from his jacket, and it's just like, and that God. dude. How did how did nobody in that room 
Hmm. They they all had grenades in their hand. How nobody like get on well, the problem is it didn't take place in Texas. <laughs> you, you try that high scene in Texas and be like, <laughs> oh, uh, shit. you just brought a gun to a grenade fight. <laughs> Everybody hail Mary. <laughs> uh, but actually I love that uh, high scene to start a movie like that, that is it's so nice. Yeah. I saw a retrospective about that scene that uh, it's kind of like uh so, so like the Batman Begins is the, that whole movie is just about Batman. So we don't really need any more information on that. And so mm-hmm. starting it off with the Joker and then not revealing him until like the last second that that's very like um, it's like a good lead in to like show the impact of him. It, it, the whole time they're just talking about him, and then he's just kind of yeah. like it's winding up, just building him up and shit. And again, it's, it's a situation where when we see it, it's very organic. I would argue. Like, by the time you hear his voice, you realize, oh, that's the Joker. But, like, there's little subtleties towards, like, uh, just the very beginning, like, how he's talking, how when one of the guys asks, or when he's not talking, and one of the guys asks, like, oh, is that guy out of ammo talking to the dude about the shotgun? Yeah. And he, he lies to him because he just, <laughs> like, hey. <laughs> he obviously knew, didn't he? he, he, he yeah, he, yeah. He yeah. Knew. Like, everyone was, they were all planned to die. You and, know, every single one of them. If this guy does it, I don't you know, know. he'd be out shooting in the back. Yeah, yeah. Easy. As a kid, I was trying to figure out how he planned that. Because he must have given them individual letters, right? Yeah, they were all... And then to figure out who would kill who. And there was a situation of one guy didn't even die by the, the hand, by, by betrayal. He just died from the, the uh, dude there with the shotgun, the mobster with the shotgun. So there was just like, how you would plan that is, is beyond me. Like, my mind would never go there. There's a lot of variables in that. Like, I mean... He could and he couldn't plan out that that dude would slam that car back or that uh, that police bus or not that police the school bus that far into that into that thing. That's a little unrealistic right there, but at the same time, it's a uh, it's believable because you know it's the Joker. He plans yeah. it all out, and you get the idea like, okay, he knew he's coming here, so he was just and how he moves again. He realizes, okay, this guy has to keep me in his line of sight if he's going to ever yeah. shoot me. So he he it's a little bit unbelievable in the situation where like you know someone points a gun at you, you have that pressure. But this is a person who doesn't believe in that, so like he can think a little bit more uh, clearer. Undoubtedly. It's just it's so fucking good. How can you like argue? I, I must have watched that film at least thirty times. It's not and biased, and it's really good. It's a good film, and it, also little uh, tidbit: it's one of the it's the only uh, superhero film in the modern day age that has won an Oscar because oh. Heath Ledger won that year uh, for. Uh, yep. Now. You can argue that they partly gave that to him because he was um, because of his passing from that, and that was technically his last role. How did he pass exactly? So, I got I, so, overdose. Overdose? I heard so many different things on like that first. In, like uh, initially, I heard that he jumped from no, like no. a from like a building. Then I heard that it was like some he like wrote a note for like being the Joker was just too rough on him and all this stuff. I don't know. Well, that's what I heard is that he what happened was after he finished the film, he was having. Because he went into method acting to get prepared for that role. Like, he locked himself in a fucking hotel room for, like, six months with a journal. And he would just, like, write down all these, like, gratuitous things and heinous things that he thought the Joker would joke about. Like, you know, veterans, AIDS, just, like, anything you could think of that just, you know, like, just hand, uh, just, like, you know, taking your hands off the wheel and letting it just, you know, fly. But from that, apparently he, that's what I heard, is that he got into um, nightmares. He had, like, nightmares of being the Joker, and it got, like, too much for him. He couldn't sleep. That's weird. So he was taking some medicine 
uh, he was taking like two different medis- uh, meds, like one to deal with his uh, his anxiety from playing the Joker, and then one for sleep, uh, like some sleep pills. And those two combined became toxic, and he he died in his sleep from that. Um, from I guess it would be an overdose or just. And so it is massively un- uh, unfortunate. However, um, the Dark Knight is not Heath Ledger's actual last movie. It's uh, the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. It wasn't broke that time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Heath Ledger's... Yeah, that's not where the Joker was. It with Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> <laughs> I've been talking about a lot of Jake Gyllenhaal jokes lately. I don't know why. I mean, it's mainly because he, he was in Prince of Persia. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can we get into it? I feel like we've been putting it off. The, the whole veteran theory. What is, what, give us all that out for us real quick. Okay. Like the Joker? Yeah, the Joker being a veteran. Okay. Give that to us. Can I, you, you yeah, want to go, go for it? So, obviously, there's like there's references. They're not necessarily like all of their facts. You know what I mean? Like, sure, sure, sure. Obviously, like it's a theory. Yeah. Yeah. A film theory. <laughs> Copywritten. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but um. You know, obviously, in the beginning, they'd say, like, oh, he wears war paint, you know. Mm. That's one of the facts. Not nah, very right. Or references. Um, the other one were... Speaking of which, when they said, oh, he wears war paint, I was like, that eh, doesn't really seem like war paint. It just yeah, seem, kind of seems like a... Like kiss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's war paint <laughs> yeah, in the sense that it doesn't wash off. Like, yeah, like... Because regular war paint, you can go in, like, the water, and it's not coming off. Like, right. when he was... When they, oh, so, like, like, like you're saying that it, in, like, it was... was war paint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, there's a... And then, you know, he can drive a fucking tow truck. Yeah. Like, you need a... And an RPG. You know, he uses... He's good with explosives, you know. Operating RPG. Demolition expert. He can obviously shoot a musket or whatever that was in that whole... Yeah, you know, the whole rifle scene, like, the ceremony. Speaking on that scene, I really, really loved that that scene where they they showed him without makeup. Yeah. That was so beautiful. He looks scary as fuck. And it's... very quick, and then like not enough for you to get his face. Like the first time watching it, you don't you know it's him, but you can't make out his face entirely. Yep. Yeah, Which, it's enough to to know Joker's like a human person, right. but it's still not enough to like. You still see, yeah, to not like humanize, not have yeah. him be anything but the Joker. Yeah. And to have a quick shot like that where you know it's him, like you know you can identify the person, but you can't make out like their facial features. And he's in disguise, so he's wearing his regular face as like a mask. Also, one thing that's, yeah, that's the thing too. It's right? almost like he, yeah, like he's oh, wearing shit. his regular ass face like a mask. But there's and another, then he goes back to being the Joker right after that. There's another thing that I'm, I'm just wondering right now: How come the Joker didn't kill the actual soldiers? You know that are supposed to be holding the muskets. They don't kill him. He's killed everyone else in his path, but he didn't kill them. He just tied them up. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that part of the theory? Well, it, like it's, he's just super um, sympathetic. Well, you yeah, also say we're one Yeah, and he uh, he states to uh, who is it? Uh, Dent in the when yeah, he's in the hospital, the truck, full of soldiers. The the biggest. Yeah, there's a lot of hints on that. I'm thinking about it. Huh? Oh yeah, and it's. I think it's implied, you know, it's, it's just, it's an interesting theory. No one needs to come out and say like, oh yeah, that's what we were going for. Cause like having, that's part of the mythos of the Joker, you know, it could be one thing, it could be another, how he tells his origin is different depending on who he's talking to. So to, to, for the, a director to come out and say it, you know, or for the writer to come out and say like, oh yeah, that's what we were going for. I think that would ruin it. Mm-hmm. Cause like the less answers you have about the Joker, the more popular, you know, the more of an interest 
I heard a version of the theory that was a little more specific. It said that he was not only a, a, a military man, but he was also a military interrogator. Right. right. So, like, yeah, that's why he, scene, yeah, that's yeah. why he was on top of that when he was talking to Batman. That's why he's, like, always... He's always speaking in a way where, it, like, you're, he's getting more out of you than you're getting out of him. Right. And one thing, too, it's, like, when, you know, Gordon was like, yeah, there's nothing on this guy, no, no name, no any, like... No prince. Yeah, he's no a prince. ghost. Yeah, like, pretty, no like the only person or who can, like, get rid of shit like that is the government. The government? It's so a good you point. Know, like, he could be just someone they just watched away, you know? It's part of a task force. Yeah, like, that's one thing I saw, too, where it was, like, he he was obviously a truck driver for weapons, you know, de- yep. delivering weapons and all that, and they got fucking hijacked or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, that movie was, like, buried with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah, I love that. <laughs> kind of like that similar that's so situation. Sad, yeah. Spoiler. And, um... <laughs> but, yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that movie yet. I want to watch that. No, it's okay. I mean... I'm Ryan Reynolds got to die sometimes. That makes you feel better. <laughs> I also haven't seen that movie, but uh, like you know, they hijack him, <laughs> they, they take him, they torture him. Obviously, like because that that scarring, you know, it's, I forgot what it's called. Hmm. But that's like a it's a torture, man. Like they fucking cut you with like a wire because I think I think it was with the wire. Yeah. Oh so, like, shit. They, they that's basically how he got his scar. Like they tortured the shit out of him and all that. Mm. But that's the idea, though. The of uh, the U.S. military erasing one of their troops, like that takes it to another level. Because if you're a, once you're in the military, you're documented. You know, like they have yeah, your they record. Have so for them to get rid of you, like that, you have to be top shit. You have to have to be top shit, or you have to be involved in like deep shit. You know, like yeah. something to the point where like they're I'm posing the theory right now. It has no evidence. I'm just posing it. <laughs> I'm saying since I mean you know since this matchup is. Joker versus Batman. I'm gonna say that the Joker before he like became the Joker, he was hunting down ninjas in the Himalayas, and he just happened to run into a certain league, and he just happened to shadows. He just happened to get out of a certain hole before somebody else. You know, I'm gonna say no because see, if, if that's how they if they ever. That's your opinion. It is my opinion, <laughs> but we're gonna meet in the middle and say it's fact. Exactly. Weird day statement. No, that, that, just, that, just, that just popped into my head because you know. No, I like that. Yeah, I mean, the whole matchup is, is it boils down to like a military man versus a ninja versus like a rich ninja, a poor man, poor all American man versus a travel. So this is a western. The western, exactly. Yeah, well, it's, it's a it modern takes a day. Western. It takes place in the west. Noir western superhero. <laughs> and, and keep in mind, like, it, it's not just me saying that. Like, I'm, I'm just regurgitating what I've heard from, like, multiple people. But if I think about it, yeah, Batman's po- is, uh, is, uh, is, um, is noir, you know? You gotta, he's got to be investigating something, and he does that a little bit in this film. You think there's such a thing as, as like, a superhero movie genre? Like, that, 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 that's a genre? Or, hmm. or is a superhero think, movie just, like, a style? It's a style. Movie, it's a trope. Then. Yeah. You know? Because yeah. you can have a I mean, villain. Nowadays, especially Exactly. That's what I'm getting. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm getting. Because you don't have just a superhero movie and then it follows like a certain thing or a certain style. It's just, like it can it can follow like like you said uh, a style tropes. Um, what should I call it? Uh, certain formula. A formula. Cause, well, there's a, there's a superhero formula, right? Good guy stops bad guy from like you know destroying the world or something like that, blowing up a city. That's usually how it goes. Yeah, but in the dark night, just... it, it's not about blowing up the city yeah, in the the literal sense. It's more about like you know just the characters themselves and 
and the fight over Gotham. Like, yeah. is Gotham a place where law and order can work, or is it an area where chaos reigns supreme? And it, it's shown, even in the people, you know, even, like, the public, they show that uh, perspective, especially towards the end. That's impressive. Like, you get the narrative from the superhero, the villain, and the public. No more dead cops. <laughs> and again, showing that, showing like showing the outbreak or the uh, the outrage, you know, like the anxiety from the people, that's important in a lot of movies. The, like, uh, take for example, Infinity War. Right? There's not that. There's not too much showing of the anxiety of the people. Right? Yes, after the snap or like any that any one civilian at now, all, or except for like the beginning when like they're in the streets and they're. Oh, shit, there's a yeah. fucking ship right there. Oh, right. There's a little bit. But at there's that a, point, I, like, it must yeah. have been like two people running away. But then the, the, then the rest of it, the, the, you get like what holograms of uh, of military men talking. Like, okay, what about the media outlets? Like, how are they justifying a fucking donut comes down? <laughs> and like, and NASA, keep in mind that NASA tracks everything that enters our atmosphere. Like, if, if a new object just came out of a foreign yeah, object came down, like, holy shit. Everyone would be talking like how they showed the movie. I'll, I'll, I'll make a little side note. I want to talk about Joker's fashion sense in this movie. I love, the, I love the snake skin vest. I don't know if anybody paid attention to that, but that made a last. Yeah, you were, that was a snake skin vest. We should yeah, talk about the makeup. <laughs> I have a lot to say. It's so interesting. The make- Go for it. The making, how they, how, because Heath Ledger was Nolan's first film. Okay. I think. I didn't know that. Okay. He was like, okay. He nailed it. Like, yeah, he did. And killed it. <laughs> but, you know, when they were talking, like, he thought he was so pumped. He was like, yeah, I can do this. You know, like, I can do the Joker and all that. But, um, so they were just talking about, like, you know, references, you know, like, obviously he gave him a copy of The Killing Joke. Right. So, he read that. But they're also, like, looking at paintings by Francis Bacon. Hmm. You know, hmm. like, visual reference. Um, I know... He thought he was looking at Malcolm Darwell and Clockwork Orange. Um, okay. I can kind of see that with like, both the characters, like in the book and the movie, you know. Right? And I'm surprised they didn't give any rapey tendencies to the Joker. That would have been super villain. I think it was just more about that fucking anarchist. Like, I get I get it. Yeah. He's not with it. <laughs> no Harley Quinn. <laughs> if, if they threw Harley Quinn in that movie, it I'm, would not. It would not work. It would not be the same. You say that, dude, but look at what we got now for Harley Quinn. Okay, well, like we'll, we'll get the Suicide Squad. <laughs> <like all laughs> I'm not arguing that. I'm just, you know. But, okay, so, like, and I think Brandon <laughs> Lee was in the journal. Was he? Yeah. Like, okay. They were. They, they used him as. I, I didn't want to like outright assuming. state that. Like, yeah. I, like, there's a lot there I see that's similar. Like, like, like I said, but yeah, I didn't no, want to I mean, like. I would believe it. Right off yeah. the bat, somebody said that. Okay. And uh, another interesting thing was like, oh, they looked at Sid Vicious from fucking Sex Pistols. Oh, I, like, that I remember that reference too. So it's like you have all these things you put them together. I can it's see like, that. Boom. And <laughs> the the method acting the man went through, like just to get into that mind of like, okay, I'm a crazy person. I have some sort of psychological uh, disfigurement, but. I'm still strategic. You know, I'm still smart. Like, I do something... Still has feelings, too. <laughs> the Joker has feelings, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're beautiful. <laughs> uh, but, but no, I, I can see that. And, like, one of the things that a lot of people get wrong about the movie is, like, they say, oh, that, that uh, scene with him walking out of the um, uh, hospital was improv. And, like, the, the explosions didn't work. That actually isn't true. They, they timed it. Right, where they wanted like uh, enough of him to get 
to like be shown walking out, but they wanted him and like that him fidgeting with the explosive. That was all scripted. The thing that wasn't that was totally real is that they being jump scared. Well, no, they just wanted to to keep him um, uh, to show him like walking out right, and then that delay was just like okay, they just want to make sure everyone's ready on the bus and stuff like that. And then he got on. The thing that wasn't scripted is that there's a uh, there's a camera inside the bus because they had like just some uh, uh, X footage from the scene. And, oh, it's when he goes in the bus, right? And yeah. the, the explosion happens right behind him. Like, so the explosion you see from the uh, uh, aerial view is the same one that is where they're filming down below. Heath Ledger is still in that bus. He doesn't break character, even though like they were, they were like they had that footage and they probably weren't going to use it. He didn't break character. He didn't look behind him. He he just stares ahead. Explosion <laughs> goes on right fucking behind him. Right, cool guys don't look at explosions. He but like you know he does it. He does it because he's just like, that is my character. That's who I am right now. I'm not looking at that. I'm not a spectator. No. Just I'm the like, fucking Joker looking, you know, ahead, looking towards the end game. <laughs> uh, the end game. <laughs> Andrew's game. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, there's the, the comic end game. I didn't mind that, but it's it's not the same. Like, it. It, it's good, but my problem with, uh, with just, like, modern-day interpretations of the Joker is they show him destroying the city. Like, in that, he's physically destroying, you know, trying to kill everyone. That's not the Joker, though, to me. Like, in the sense of, like, he's an anarchist. You know, he's trying to break people. Yeah, he just toys with He's not really... In modern interpretations, the the latest one that I've been up to date with is the New 52. It's mm-hmm. really... They're, I don't want to say homosexual, but it's very... It feels very much like the Joker is literally in love with the Batman and he hates that he has like a family and he hates that he's got Robin right. and yeah. kids getting married and all this shit. That, like, to the homosexual point, like, I remember in Arkham Asylum, like, Grant Morrison had the idea of, like, oh, he's homosexual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'd be just one more thing that, like, that plays into, like, how counter to your ideas Joker's supposed to be. Yeah. I can see he's that. He's just obsessed with that. Super obsessed with that. And he just wants to something you can love. <laughs> and so, I mean, he is a psychopath. Well, you know, he probably doesn't need sex. He probably just wants like, a certain something, you know? It's at the very least, it's admiration. Because in the movie, at least in the movie adaptation for The Dark Knight, you know, he says like, oh, you won't kill me because, you know, like, that, like that's what you do. That's who you are. You're like, you're truly incorruptible. I won't kill you because you're too, you're too much fun. Yeah. That's what we do. How's he going to get another movie Honestly, that is like one of the best fucking written. It's true though, yeah. It's, yeah, it's so it really defines yeah. who and they are. He's saying those lines upside down, yeah. and that's what it too. It's like the yin yang type, you know, ones yeah. upside down, the others just ones right side up, and like there's yeah, and, the, the, and one of them literally has a white spot, you know, yeah, and the other where it's fucking genius, white face under the mask, the white thing under the mask. Oh. Well, there's there's something to be said there about the the yin yang, and it, it works. Like I think the symbolism works. They define what is a dark knight. You know, the white knight is the hero, the one that everyone admires. The dark knight is the, is the scapegoat. You know, he's the cat's paw. He's the person you put into the fire to get burned in order to like you know, you know, and it just it works. Hmm? <laughs> but um. But yeah, like there's there's also like you know some question at the very least like they question they critique the Dark Knight in the sense like okay Batman's not a hero or he doesn't need to be a hero to like you know he can be more than that but it's also not just because like he chooses to be but it's also the idea like it's how he acts you know when you go out at night when you have when you're 
monitoring everyone with devices and technology, at that point, you're not a hero. You know, you're crossing over that line. Sure, the Joker justifies that for a moment, for a brief moment, but he realizes, like, that's it. Like, I can't do that again. I can't do that for everyone. Even if that's security, that's, you know, you're taking away people's freedom. And that, at the very least, you could say is a commentary on the Patriot Act. Because that was, you know, right after we had a crisis. What did we say? We need to spy on more Americans. And that was what the Patriot Act was all about. I feel like now more than ever, we need to spy even harder on Americans. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying double down on spying on Americans because the biggest threat to America currently is Americans. You can't trust us. (laughs) my internet search. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... What else else we got on this Joker guy? What's... Interrogation scene. Let's go forward. Well, it's just... First of all, that was an illegal thing that those police officers did, and the Joker should get off on... (laughs) 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 Do tell. Before that, actually. I do not believe the Joker should have been in jail. (laughs) Yeah, he just blew up a fucking car with an RPG. (laughs) Yeah, but... Of course he should be. Let's not forget the point that they were making that, you know, Batman. We even said it earlier, Batman's not, you know, a judge or jury or anything like that. His, right, his right. Is, but before, before the Batmobile showed up and they murdered that, they murdered some cops <laughs> in cars with a bazooka. Like, I'll give you that. <laughs> sure, sure. I'll you, give you that. <laughs> uh, before we actually go to interrogation. Sure, sure. Right, Back right. to that other scene. The, the final scene between... The, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's hanging upside down. Yeah. He's hanging upside down. But when he throws him off, He's just laughing. Or like he's fucking following him. Yeah, because he thinks he won. Yeah, like, that is just fucking... But the laugh, too, was so good. I, I don't... I could never do the laugh right. It's, you gotta commit. It's like a... Like a... Like a whooping. But then it's, it's high pitch. Yeah. Like, when that video he sends out to... Uh, early on in the film, remember how he sends out uh, a threat? Oh, I fucking love those. <laughs> those are, like, terrifying. But you hear... He directed those, too. Fuck, that's he right. Did? Yeah, he did those himself. You know who? You know who's the true hero in that? Like Heath Ledger's great. But what about the extras who have to work with him? Huh? Imagine that oh you God. have to pretend to be a hockey pad wearing Batman You're wannabe. Fucking yeah, <laughs> and you have a man who is, looks and sounds legitly crazy with a VHS tape. Like I would not want to envy that extra. Yeah, and like the fact that they fucking play that on live television, like in the movie. Like, it's so much. And again, but like the sound people, I feel like the sound people must have really been meticulous, or they just must have improved it because it's in between, like where I can't tell if it's control freak or if it's just uh, organic when they when he laughs in that uh, in those videos because it's high pitch and you know you can hear the um, the ambiance and it's kind of like amateurish film. I can't tell if they were going for that or if they just like dude just wing it, just go in there and, and like you know be insane. But it, it works, you know. Yeah. It's it's frightening. Way, it's unsettling. It, <laughs> it did work. It just I think that's just a sign of, of good movie making at the very yeah. least. And I think too, it's like I hear a lot of criticism on like Heath Ledger. Like when they say, "Oh, I like I prefer Jack Nicholson." Huh. It's because I don't know, feel like those are comparable. It's just yeah. like, well, the the reasons were it was just like oh, the Heath Ledger was just, he was too serious. He wasn't. He was too serious. He's, like, how, what? <laughs> he's going around in a purple suit, robbing banks in clown masks. Like, sure, Jack Nicholson, you know, he's he's a good Joker, but he was 
he was like he was good for the times. He was yeah. accurate at that time, though. Yeah. Like obviously that was like what eighties. I think eighties. Yeah. yeah. We're talking mm-hmm. Michael Keaton, Batman. Yeah. <laughs> you want to get nuts? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I need to rewatch that scene because like it just. What was that? What was I don't that? Know what the fuck? <laughs> it worked. That was Beetlejuice coming out. <laughs> okay, his hair, man, his hair in that in that movie—that's crazy. He, he did have Michael a crazy Keaton. hairline. My, okay, Michael Keaton with hair just is crazy. Uh, and we got to cover. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, it, it's a good comparison. You know, Jack Nicholson's Joker, Heath Ledger's Joker. There is, you know, a, a big difference between the two. Yeah. Yeah, and Jack Nicholson, you know, he he's shown to be crazy. He's got a creepy smile, especially if anyone who's seen The Shining. But he he's still he's still didn't, uh, I heard somewhere that uh, Jack Nicholson gave Heath Ledger some advice on being the Joker. Something like kind of ominous, actually. Like if you look so, at it yeah. in retrospect. Well, I don't we'll know, know about that. You guys know that? No, I haven't heard that. Like it, I it heard sounds about it, right. I don't know what exactly what he said. It's right. probably something along the lines of like. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, I think I it was like a warning. Really? I think it was more like a uh, career. Well, not that. Oh, well, I mean, that's what I, I mean, I assume that, you know. No, I, mean, I think it was just like, like, like he'll fuck you up, you know? Like. And I, I think Heath Ledger just took the challenge. He, like, you know, someone told him, like, hey, man, it's going to be a tough role. <laughs> He's like, oh, you think that's going to fuck me up? I'm going to fuck me up. <laughs> All right, that's too soon. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's too soon. <laughs> that movie came out in 2008, man. Seriously? It's, it's yeah, it's, a ten, it's over 10 years old. Damn, dude. Yeah. yeah. That's a classic. We'll be able to say pretty soon, back in my day, <laughs> yeah, my Heath Ledger day. was the Joker. Uh, <laughs> and I do know one thing about the, the filming production, because um, they filmed part of that movie, or like a good portion of that movie in IMAX, mm-hmm. which means they had these big fucking clunky uh, 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 cameras to move around on helicopters sometimes for some of those aerial shots. Yeah. They broke one during production. Oh, yeah. There's only like five of them left, and they're just like... All right, let's just take those. Oh, the whoops. whole world. Now we only have four. <laughs> so we lost Heath Ledger and IMAX camera just to film that fucking movie. Destroyed all those cameras. They didn't do anything else after that movie. Chris Reynolds like, I'm too good. I don't need these cameras for the rest of my films. It'd be, it'd be like the the filmmaking equivalent of dropping the mic. Drop all four of the <laughs> no, that'd be some Genghis Khan stuff right there. You, you, just, like if I can't have it, no one can. Or like this is my golden era. No one else will top what I've done. We're done making Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just picturing. What's something you wish they did in that movie with the Joker that oh. you, what wasn't that you know didn't appear? I have one criticism, and it's not with. The Joker, so much as with Batman, sure. he didn't throw enough batterings. I, there was what? only think about it. If I watch the film so many times, where I realize, wait, he only throws a battering. Like they only show him throwing a battering once, and then you could, you could count his uh, his claws being flung out, but that's only twice. Sure. Now, sure, that's me being nitpicky. Like this, uh, actually, you know, I, I feel like his batterings are just too small. Well, like, he's big, know, but they're more like fucking ninja. Yeah. He throws like one or twice when he, when it's necessary, but the rest of the film, you know, it's him investigating, it's him, you know, boxing people, and you know, it's it's a nitpick. Like it doesn't need yeah. to be there. Yeah, he true. uses his grappling gun, like he, he uses yeah. other gadgets, but Batarang only gets to see it like once. I wish the Joker had a customized car in that movie. 
like a like a little like a like cool painted up car and he's just driving that shit around. If, if, maybe smashes or stuff. I feel like if the dumpster truck was just painted purple. Yes, yes, they missed uh, an opportunity there. And yeah. dumpster trucks, like in my, in or if it's like an ice cream truck, kind of like fucking dark nerds. Yeah. Well, I mean, they did some gimmicky stuff with this. Like he sets a fire truck on fire, right? Yeah. To to the blockade. Like ironically, the, yeah. There's some humor there, so you you know it's him. You're just like. Yeah. That's something he would do, <laughs> but yeah, I agree with you. Like they, they, they could have taken stylistically some other thing, but it's so substance heavy, you know. Like I'm just like, that's cool. Yeah, do more of that, <laughs> Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan's out, man. <laughs> Honestly, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> You're the real monster. <laughs> no, Marcus. Your monster? Marcus is not a monster. We like Marcus. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, uh, well, that's it today. <laughs> <laughs> There's really not much to say about that movie, like other than praising it, really. Well, because definitely, other than like, I don't know, like, hmm. I don't want to sound like a total fanboy, but I don't think there was anything wrong with the movie. I don't, I don't think so either. I mean, it's it's good for what it is, how it was done. I can still rewatch it now, and I'm just like, yeah, I like this. Yeah. Too much of that movie takes place in the daytime. I suppose but I can no, see that. But I, but I love that shit. It kind of balances out, though. Yeah, the bank scene was on the daytime. Yeah, but, I liked it. Well, right. Obviously, you have the white man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a lot of shots shot in darkness. Like, the Joker is often shown to be, like, even though he's wearing, like, a dark purple suit, right? It's not flashy. It's not flamboyant. It, it's more uh, ominous or, like, boogeyman-like. And some of those low shots they have of him, especially when he's up close with razor blades to people's faces, you know? It's, like... The black and white contrast there, especially with his face, like, mm-hmm. ugh. But I'll, I'll say this. Here, here's here's a, a question. Where do you think they go from here? Because that film has made the Joker a commercial success. Yeah. And now they're trying to make a Joker origin film, like solo film. And that Jared, I, Jared Leto bomb. Yeah, and Jared Leto bomb. Jared Leto... I just, he needed a better script. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, redesign. <laughs> he didn't <laughs> design his own shit. They, they took too many movies. That is where style goes too far. Yeah, it was very style-heavy, over over substance, over performance. And, again, you don't need to introduce the Joker in a, a Suicide Squad movie. Now, I mean, he could have been the main villain. I can see that working. But it definitely made that animated movie that was really popular. Oh, yeah. He, he was kind of like, well, actually, he wasn't really like the main villain. He just he was there. He was in a cell, and he just got out. That was just, a, you know. And And... Yeah, that's just because, like, you know, if you're doing a Suicide Squad movie, it ends badly. Like, Reservoir Dogs, you know, everyone dies. You can have an expendable cast. Um, We won't talk too much on Suicide Squad, but it does involve Joker. And, you know, after that, they decided for some reason, oh, we're just going to make a uh, solo Joker film. And I'm wondering why? Like, I know people want to see more Joker, but at the same time, do we really want to? I mean, The Killing Joke was success. The Killing Joke was was a successful comic. They made an animated feature film, and I'll say this about the film. If you like the comic, you know, if you like the comic, go 20 minutes into the film, you know, yeah. skip the Batgirl the part. Scene. What? Okay. That is the best part of that movie. No, no, no. It's, just, it's, 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 I, I get what they get to see superheroes banging? They, it's interesting how they... How they built like a, a little bit more around like the the, the psychosis <laughs> of Batman, 
but it's it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. It's like, unnecessary. When yeah, they, sure. When they show like that, the, the, just the first twenty minutes of the Killing Joke, the animated film, is unnecessary towards the actual story. Yeah. It doesn't relate at all. And the Killing Joke. There, there's one thing that people don't understand about the Killing Joke as a comic is that at the end, I know this because my cousin read it and he loved it and he hates comics. So like, it was just, it was props to Alan Moore to be able to pull that off. But at the end, only Alan. Oh, well. And, the man's a wizard. All right, we'll, we'll go more into depth with him. <laughs> you want? Uh, you guys want to hear what makes that that? Uh, hmm. Well, not that scene, but that that situation matter later on. Hmm. Um, so in that, there's a continuation of uh, the Batman called the Batman Beyond uh, comic book series, and in that that scene where the Batman and the Bat girl have sex, that ends up becoming a baby, and that's what splits oh. up the. That's what splits up. That's the, right. Dick and, and Barbara. Yeah, yeah. Barbara and yeah. Batman. And that's how that's like in between the animated series seasons one and two, and it all, it all comes together, man. And it I'll might not have this. been you know necessary right there and then, but it's definitely like relevant to the story later on. And I'll, I'll say ability. this: it's not bad content for the Batman mythos because Batman as a character, especially I was showing in Batman Beyond, is very tragic. Right? He like a lot of people have psychologically. Uh, you know, uh, analyze Batman and realize he fulfills roles. You know, he fulfills being a role of being Bruce Wayne, of being Batman. But those are just roles. Like, he's not, he doesn't have a good person or a, uh, a strict identity because of the, the, the shock and, of his childhood. And because he can never rationalize or he can never, um, you know, actually fill that void in his life, he's, he's doomed for a tragic death. Like, every time we think of Batman dying, especially after The Dark Knight, you get the idea he has to die in tragedy. Hmm. And the Dark Knight kind of solidifies that. Like, oh, he, you know, he's going to be on a cross. He's going to be a martyr. He, he's he's going to just be uh, vilified scapegoat. Well, yeah, the only, the only other way that would end is it, it wouldn't be good for him. He'd either end up in jail or he'd go on so long that people would just hate him. You know, he could only fight so much of the high-end crime and to the point where you, like, that's... fight him city itself well that's the problem with bruce wayne he doesn't realize that like especially in batman beyond at least or another uh especially in the comics now you get the idea that batman's supposed to be forever like no if you want batman forever you want fascism like if he's just around forever he would become you know he's a he's a secret police force basically yeah. and he can't be around forever at least in the animated series you know uh, a lawyer who hates batman but then, like, when um, actually has to help Batman because a bunch of the, the villains capture him and they put him on some sort of sadistic trial. And the lawyer at the end realizes, I can see why you do what you do because you've got to stop these crazy people. But I'm still going to move forward with making a Gotham without Batman. And Batman says, me too. Like, I am only here because there's a crisis. Once that crisis is done, I have to leave. That's the important thing. Batman Beyond, though, it explains, like, how he doesn't move past that. And that's the tragic part is this, like, especially in the, the modern-day comics, you know, they're just like, oh, he's always going to be Batman. It's like, that's so sad. And, like, and it's uh, it's societally reinforced. Like, there mm-hmm. is no version of, like, even our world where Batman isn't Bruce Wayne and people don't hate whoever's, you know, yeah. Batman yeah. without it being Bruce Wayne. And you can't write a comic book without it being Bruce Wayne. And it's tragic because, like, uh, Dick Grayson, you know, as Robin, has more of a future than Batman. Like, that's why I argue Dick Grayson is better than Batman. Hey, what did you guys think of? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, to bring it back to the, uh, no, 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 the Dark do Knight it. series. Do it. What did you guys think of that uh, that Robin Robin Blake from the Dark Knight Rises? You liked it? I think, it? I think, think so. It's just like they just basically combined all. Like, I mean, Joker. But 
fuck? Uh, Robins. <laughs> Robins. <laughs> it's it's kind of nice. I mean, it's there. I'll say this. I don't mind watching The Dark Knight Rises. And it, you get the idea that it wasn't going to be able to top The Dark Knight. Like, The Dark Knight, he, they put all the bread and butter into that, you know? All the icing, all the fucking chocolate sauce into making that. that. You guys remember that guy who discovered uh, that uh, Bruce Wayne was Batman in The Dark Knight? Oh, yeah. Didn't he say he was like the Riddler or some shit? Yes, there's so many dudes. Coleman Reese. Yeah, when I was watching that movie, I was like, this... This regular ass nothing is he's not about you know to become like though? a Robin, is he? When they say that was my first impression. They say Mr. Reese. Mr. Reese. Mr. Reese. Ooh. Boo. So like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean Mr. I, Reese. <laughs> I could I, I guess I guess maybe, maybe they were thinking about it, but then like it's hard to pull out the Riddler because the Riddler and the Joker, the difference between them is is kind of like, you know, kind of a thin line. For the, the most Riddler part. just challenges. Well, the Riddler comes to Gotham because he's just like, ooh, who's this clever person? He thinks he's better than me. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the Joker isn't trying to prove that he's better He's just more than narcissistic. Yeah. yeah. Well, his psychosis is like, he has to beat Batman. Yeah. The Joker's just like, I'm here to have a good time, man. He's just fucked up. Yeah. And oh, it, uh, <laughs> what's the difference between a joke and a riddle? The punchline? <laughs> it's, it's whether somebody laughs or not I think that was uh, I think that's the answer to that that's true that's well, from a comic book also I can see that like to, to try to do it's like to try to differentiate between the Joker and uh, and the Riddler that's how they pose that at the end of it like that's the a, difference between the Joker and the Riddler that's a good point I'll say this I'll say, <laughs> what should be a Batman movie if they're ever gonna like bring Batman you know back into uh, the DC universe or something like that we're just gonna, we're just gonna have to pray, you know, every night and day, like good Catholic boys, to oh, get dude, something good. I'm over, I have, I'm way past over DC. First, they need to get rid of, you know, Exile. Um, uh, what's his name? Who who directed 300? I'm spacing on his name. Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder needs to go. He tried. He did what he wanted to do. I think it just did. wasn't right. It worked in Man of Steel. Yeah, Man of Steel. Man but, of Steel but then again, barely do that. That, that that Superman snapping that dude's neck that made me a little upset. I wasn't like I, I'm not I'm not one of these people that like uh, that totally gets super upset. But I really really do dig into like Batman doesn't kill Superman uh, doesn't kill. He's a like he's the guy who doesn't need to kill and all this stuff. You yeah, know? but it was just that situation. Yeah, super- but then there's another situation later, and then but there's they, another situation, and then another situation. Superman. But they made him too gritty. Like he wasn't hopeful. And my problem with that is okay. Yeah. Market uh, economically, they proved that you know a gritty film such as The Dark Knight, you know, is uh, work. It resonated with audiences. But Superman is supposed to be a bit of the opposite of that. You know, you can have, and the problem is like, okay, Man of Steel, I didn't mind as a movie, but they should have followed it up with a sequel where they made him more upbeat. Like, okay, yeah. you start yeah, out kind of, yeah. yeah, and they should have had Brian Cranston as. Lex Luthor. Nah, dude, I'm I'm still standing behind the uh, the dude from Titanic. Who was the mm-hmm. who was Rose's? Oh, you know Billy Zane. Billy Zane. Okay, <laughs> exactly like the animated series. Like honestly, dude, the same fucking lips in there. Everything. Dude, but he even me, looks like like skin pigment. Yeah. Apparently, the similar. But for like, me, the, what makes the the Lex Luthor? Is Lex Luthor white or is he like? It depends on like the animation. Yeah, <laughs> I always but, thought I always thought Lex Luthor was Mexican. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, but Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor is not a Puerto Rican name. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
<laughs> but real quick, I think it's short for uh, for Alexander. I am yeah. Luther. But like just I am him. A Luther. But he calls himself Lex because you know it's just the idea like he gave himself that name. You know, it, it, it's that ego egotistical mindset where like I am this. You know, no one else defines me. My father, he doesn't define me. I'm this. Like he's trying to you know take that identity. But I'll say this real quick for Lex Luthor, uh, and then we can like revert back to to the main points. Yeah, we keep skewing off. Yeah. It's, it's okay. Like that that's part Skew of this. It. This is start you know like <laughs> uh, Dark Knight starting point. You know, we, we branch off from there. We can talk about DC. I'm Sure, what sure were you saying? Actually, about Winter Gun. <laughs> yeah, what are you saying about Lex Luthor? For me, it's the voice. Because in the animated series, he has that deep voice that's very demanding, and he's just like so sure of himself, that arrogance. But it's it's cool. Like that, I like. That, that's what I'm getting at. Like that type of deep, arrogant voice, you need that for Lex Luthor. And this fucking Heisenberg. Exactly. Like he can pull out the like intimidation. A... A young, smart, and I didn't. I guess I don't. I didn't mind Eisenberg. It's just I. I get what they're going for. Versus like, yeah, he is kind of neo-legal, narcissistic guy, but but he he seemed. But but his unhingedness. I think that could have come later because the idea of like, sure, he's talking about God, you know, and how he refers to uh, as God, which which makes sense. I I like that. I I really like how they did that. But he should have been better at making speeches. He should have been a lot more confident. Like, yeah. and, and, and just so Something many things. Something that people don't uh, always like understand is that Lex Luthor is sometimes a superhero, sometimes a villain. So you got to be able to at least like, yeah, he, like he actually, some way. You know? Like he actually cares about. He, yeah, he cares about. Yeah. He, yeah. The he, reason he's so against Superman is because Superman isn't a person. Well, he's he's the like, best, not human. For a couple of reasons. Like he has the idea. Like it's just. He sees Superman, like, people rely on him too much. He sees Superman the exact same way Batman sees Superman. Well, he's, like, the, the thing with Lex Luthor I've always seen is that he wants to be, you know, what Superman is to the world. He wants to be top of the food chain. He's just he, he, he is yeah, jealous. Because he he's just like, hey, I'm a regular human being. Like, that guy was, you know, he, he was born with these type of powers. Like, he can deduce that just from seeing him. And he's just like, no, no, no. I am the pinnacle of human human achievement. You know, he, I work to get everything. Him and him and Batman are rich. in the yeah are in the in that universe. In the, DC are like literally the pinnacle of humanity or whatever. That is I suppose. To be. I mean, that sounds like, really well. They they show them that way. Yeah. Another another quick note on Batman v Superman that I feel like was a missed opportunity is if you think about it, Batman right is a wealthy man who dresses up as a vigilante and goes out and like you know shows his form of justice. Superman though. Comes, yeah, he, he's, he's a reporter. He's a middle-class man at best. You know, He's not shown to be extravagantly wealthy. He's just supposed to be kind of a down-to-earth guy who goes out and, and, and you know, fights crime. And so you, but when they fight each other, it's the opposite, where you know, Superman, feel, uh, Superman is more powerful than uh, Batman as far as you know, stature. So you could have had this great, I think, nuance between the idea of class and identity and the difference between the two, like when they're when they step into their masks, and I don't know, I I just didn't I didn't get that. Yeah, I feel like their so ideologies should have clashed. Like, like I know the anime series did it well too. Like, oh yeah, where it's just like you know, what's that? Hmm. That one scene Batman's like parodying someone. Superman's just like, all right, that's enough. You know, you already got your answer, and Batman's just like, get the fuck out. You know, he just like, he just tosses him. Yeah, I. I find that interesting that when that happens in the animated series, because like one, the crossover is great, mm-hmm. 
But two, it's a situation where like, wait, can Batman actually toss He's a strong motherfucker? Because yeah. the thing about Superman is to be as strong as he is, you'd have to be heavy. Yeah. And so I get it, it's a cartoon, so like I can't I can't give it too much beef. But like in the comics they've shown before, like if when Batman punches Superman, oh. even with a kryptonite ring, it's just the idea that he's so tough he has to be he has to make sure he doesn't break his knuckles yeah. by punching him wrong. I think they mentioned that in Hush too. Yeah, yeah Hush is because they're fucking punching the shit out of him. He's like, I just broke like so many bones <laughs> Like there goes one knuckle, there goes yeah. another one. Alright, we're moving on to plan B. But that's a good scene because, you know, it's Batman versus Superman, but it's it's simple, it's strategic, and it's the idea like Batman doesn't outright win. At the best, he can just, he can, you know, stall him. Yeah. yeah. Damn, dude, we got so far away from the Dark Knight. We, right, we did. Okay. <laughs> nah, I, I feel like we, there's not really much left to talk about on the Dark Knight. Actually, I have, I have a point. So yeah. If we're, Go if we're talking it. about, like, you know, DC movies or just superhero movies in general, yeah. like the way it is now. I think the Dark Knight. We you say it's like, it's like the the decline. After like it's that. so good. Everyone yeah. tried to be that, and Everyone no one could be that. It yeah. really what it, what it had, what it is. And, and I, I agree with that point. But I, think I that argue, started with I think that started with the Watchmen. Watchmen. It like led into the Dark Knight, and then it kind of went down, didn't it? Oh, I mean, Watchmen. I think was Watchmen was after. Wait, Watchmen. Was, I mean, oh, I don't know. Was Watchmen yeah. after the movie? Yeah, it was after. Well, there you go. Okay. Well, like, and, and also directed by Zack Snyder. <laughs> Zack Snyder was the decline of superheroes. Uh, well, I know people want to go for more, you know, gritty, and they, like I said, it was proven to be uh, profitable. My problem is, I don't blame the Dark Knight so much as I just blame, you know, the like the audience, the people. People are like, oh, well, that worked. We'll just redo that. Like, if the you try to copy, so many executives just want. Yeah. yeah, and they executives killed superheroes. Well, they they achieved that with. Um, with Marvel, you know, Marvel has, or Disney has done that with the Marvel method and all That's that. True. That's and true. my problem is like, okay, sure, that works. You know, it functions. Fans are going to go see it. And like, okay, you, you give fans what they want, but it's just like, you're spoon feeding. You're treating us like children, you know? The Dark Knight at least had heavy questions, you know, like, what is justice? How far is too far? You know, like, is everyone just one day away from being a bad person? Like, one bad day just ruins everything? But then you get, like, I'm sorry, you get, like, what they throw together. moments away, man. This homework's done. This moment's seconds. I mean, it's, it's tough all over. But, again, like, there, there, there are nuances, you know, that we can discuss with The Dark Knight. I feel like there's not that much to discuss in, like, Infinity War and stuff like that. True. And sure, they may flesh out Thanos as a colorful character, you could argue, but at the end of the day, he's he just has a very conservative mindset, like, oh, I need to do just this. Like, okay, but that's balance. But that's not very imaginative. I'm, I'm sorry to say, like, that's okay, you're doing that one thing, and then you're going to stop. But at the very least, you should have the foresight to ask what happens when the population gets back up again. Yeah. Like, it just. Just do it again. That's my problem. <laughs> it's, it's just so rapid, it's gone, but. I don't think I it's called the Infinity Gauntlet. And the, the villains, Marvel just doesn't have the same sort of villains. Now, the Joker, I but I gotta say though, the way they got there and made made uh, made Thanos' point, I feel like that was creative enough. You know, if the whole thing, yeah, they, they, they getting there is pretty cool. But you're, it, you're right, there's not a lot of substance past you know getting your goal done. It works. It works for the movie because you have that many characters, and I have problems in Infinity War. But I will say this much: it, it you can follow the uh, the story pretty well. For as many characters as it has, it's followable. 
which isn't a bad thing to achieve. And obviously it did fucking go to the box office, so they knew what they were doing making it. My problem with the film, though, is just like, okay, you've created a formula. You've done that to Spider-Man. You've done that to Iron Man. You've, you've done that to, like, all the characters. And the villains, I don't know, like, they, they just don't resonate. Like, some people, I feel like they kind of force it. You know where I, you know where I feel uh, uh, DC should end up? Is hmm. making that Justice League for injust- versus Injustice movie. I think that's the only mm-hmm. way they could really come back. Or like, oh, bring in the multiverse? Crime syndicate? The crime, or, 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 you know, whatever equivalent is like a, a one versus, like a Superman versus like a Lex Luthor versus like a, a Joker versus Batman. Like right in a line, oh, yeah, Power yeah. Ranger style, you just run at each other in that <laughs> Civil War scene. They just honestly, gotta get to that, man. They honestly just need to like push through. So maybe Legion of Doom. Exactly, dude. I, I wouldn't mind seeing Legion of Doom. Oh, yeah, they yeah, did. They, just, they, they did, but that is gonna be one of those things where it takes another like 15 years, like the Batman versus Superman. Here's what I think they can do and do Legion right. Obviously, Wonder Woman did pretty good because, um, like, they're making a sequel to it. They green-lighted that. And I, I saw Wonder Woman. I liked that. You know, because the pacing was different. It wasn't rushed. They, you know, they care about the fact that it's, you know, a World, one, a World War One setting. And it, it's, it's still gritty and dark. Like, you have this person who's upbeat and, like, you know, has this warrior code and, you know, a strict idea of right and wrong. And then they're thrown into chaos, you know, like oh, I want to help that person. Why are you abusing that animal? Because there's a huge fucking war going on <laughs> and, like, the animal is the least of my problem when I got mortars and worried about getting shell-shocked. Like, that was an interesting scene. And then they branched off from there. But then you've got, like, what they did with Batman and Superman. They need to, you know, not worry about those. They need to be more experimental with, like, and they're, they're getting there with, like, Shazam, Aquaman. Shazam looks awesome. Yeah, you know, I, I can't wait. One of, the, one, of those, uh, one of the biggest problems, I feel, hmm. and this is, like, a personal opinion, coming out of those DC movies is their casting is just not what you would imagine. And it's That's true. It's a detriment. Like, you know... Uh, you better pray if you want. Exactly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Gal Gadot... That's how it was with Ben Affleck. Gal Gadot, yeah. yeah. Gal Gadot made it work. But she's very... She's a very skinny super... Or very skinny Wonder Woman. Uh, but she has one? military training, so, like, the yeah. fight scenes... You can do a lot more with her as an actress. But, yeah... Physically, she, though. She's, she's yeah. not... She's not Wonder Woman built. Uh, what's a dude with uh, what's what's a dude playing uh, Aquaman? Oh, he's uh, Jason Momoa. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's not. He's. I mean, he's not what you expect. He's, a, he's yeah. definitely not what you expect. But, but I mean, if he's got to make it work, they're gonna. He's got that Aquaman. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not quintessential Aquaman, though. When you yeah. imagine Aquaman, even even down to like their opening, they're still using blonde, uh, you know, blonde cut. Uh, yep. You know, but what's that called? Barber cut. I don't know what that fucking haircut is, but that haircut, yeah. you know, blonde <laughs> haircut. They're not using the long-haired one. And they're even, like, they're even moving a- away from, like, the, the odd mm. costuming back into, like... Oh, yeah. You know, well, like, Shazam, they definitely nailed it because they went straight to the roots with that one. Yeah, and there's a lot more you could do. I'm feeling that. And I'll say this much, like, you can... I think people should allow some of the characters to grow in the situation of just back to, like, Batman and stuff like that. Ben Affleck's Batman, I felt... I feel like it's a bit of a tragedy because... The amount of toxicity of just toxic fans berating him like nonstop, like, dude, you gotta be a good Batman, but you're gonna be a fucking terrible Batman because you look stupid in that outfit. It's like they released one still that broke the internet for a day. He did like, look stupid in that. He looked like a fat Batman. Right, but he, he <laughs> didn't make the costume. Yeah, he's the actor. He, he got like, into it. Though. Like when you go to the store and the the price of fruit raises, you don't heckle the cashier. I do. <laughs> it's not her fault. It's not her fault. <laughs> get off selling this fruit for this price. 
Like seriously, like I, I get <laughs> you maniac, you madman over there. I told you, I'm, you, I'm literally moments away from. Germany. You're the one who wants to watch the world burn. <laughs> you know, if uh, if uh, if the world shouldn't burn, then I don't know something. It'll cool off. <laughs> the world yeah, I really, I really didn't have anything. That's very literal. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this. If the world really wasn't supposed to burn, we wouldn't be burning. <laughs> we wouldn't be using Hey, alcohol. hey but it's still cold outside. Uh, Global warming's a myth. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, but here's, here's one thing that I think they could do for just Batman, the Joker, the whole mythos. If they're going to they're gonna make more movies, which they will, because it's Batman. Yeah. They haven't done Batman and Robin justice on the big screen together. Ever. The dynamic duo. Yeah. Ever. We need... Young kid Robin. Chicks dig the car. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> we That's why not... Superman works so long. <laughs> I... Oh, my God. I know. Thinking oh. about that makes me cringe, but... Batman and at Robin. Least, at least yeah. they were together. You know, that's, that's yeah, the Yeah, in one. the worst possible way. But at least they were together. Bat nipples. <laughs> okay, the fact that George Clooney agreed to that, all right, all of that nonsense. He's apologized. I still like. He did apologize through uh, through nostalgia, and I feel like I feel like at if at the very least, if these movies do anything, is they they are there for kids. You know, that's yeah. I saw that. Actually, the whole point of those movies were like we gotta get some toys. Yeah, Yeah. it sucks, but But you know that's how it works. You can treat the fans. You don't have to treat the fans as children, but you shouldn't take them all too seriously. Like, there is an or there's a middle ground, you know? Just think of fucking Arnold. <laughs> of course, you're, you're thinking of the ice age. We're trying to design the solution. <laughs> the ice age. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> Chill. We're never going to get a good Mr. Freeze, are we? Just uh, never. Ever. <laughs> they tried. They tried, and they just decided, okay. Huh? Mr. Freeze is like a skinny, very skinny man in all the theaters that I've seen it. Yeah. Who, who would you cast? Who, who cast you? Arnold? I would never cast Arnold. <laughs> if they just, had a, they just made the suit too thing. Daniel Day-Lewis could have done a better job as... Yeah, yeah, because he's skinny. You can't think of Method acting. He'll, he'll, he'll freeze himself. He'll get fucking frostbite just to get the look. <laughs> all right, Daniel Day-Lewis as Mr. Freeze. That's what I want. <laughs> what is it? Revenge is, is a serve best... Sir, <laughs> revenge is a dish. <laughs> Best served cold. Uh, Daniel Day Lewis could have fucking like went win an Oscar for the, for saying that line. We all know it. Yeah, that's true. But <laughs> but again, it, it's it's too much. Like to play that role, the fans would eat him alive because someone would be like, he's not he's not just perfect. He's too he's too bulk or he's too toned. Like what the fuck do you Arnold want? First, <laughs> if someone likes Arnold more than Daniel Day Lewis, that's the worst Mr. Freeze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are the worst arguments. Uh, but one thing to like, mm-hmm. I are you a comic major? No, but I, I okay. am basically we, yeah, I'm an illustration major with an emphasis okay. on comic books. We're art students, gentlemen, <laughs> ladies yeah, and gentlemen. As, a, <laughs> as someone like, studying comic books and all that, one of the yeah. comic books, I hate comic book fandom. I get it's, that. Yeah, I, I get that. It, Coming from people who definitely don't do any art is the worst. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Everyone has an opinion. Everyone's a critic. It's not saying you can't do that, but stay up in your lane. Yeah. <laughs> like, they can't be satisfied. Unless you're... Sensational. Yeah, sensational. I, I mean, I feel it too, dude. There is never a moment where I'm not like, when's that next fucking movie coming out? Yeah. Right. Fix. 
and I, I get that. I like I, I want to see these characters <laughs> up on the big screen. But yeah, like a lot of people, I heard a lot of people who hated Heath Ledger's performance as the Joker. And I'm just like, what exactly, do you just want? based off of like yeah. the fact that there had already been one and stuff. Like, like as yeah. I said earlier, he was just like, oh, he was too serious. Like what the fuck? He wasn't even serious. Yeah, like, they're missing the uh... the whole line. Why so serious? <laughs> Come on, <laughs> doesn't like, answer. <laughs> He, he was charismatic in that, I would argue. Now, again, every, not everyone has to unanimously agree on what's good. But you know? the ones who don't are idiots and wrong. Well, of course they are. <laughs> I mean, that's just the given. Yeah, you were saying, what were you saying? But it's just the idea, like, you know, with Batman and, and like, the, and, uh, his mythos, everyone has such, a, like, a, a specific niche on what they want to be fulfilled in the, in the big screen. Yep. Like, that, that it gets hard because they want... For me and Batman vs Superman, it was super disappointing that people were getting shot left and right. Very disappointing that people oh, yeah. were getting like all those. You know, why were there so many guns? Like, Morally yeah. speaking, yes. There's certain yeah. kinds of people that want something from Batman. Yeah. Like definitely, obviously, and a lot of people were satisfied in Don Justice because he was that badass, fucking yeah. kicking everyone's ass. Yeah, at least he was still, like, still a little bitch though. <laughs> he was. He was, he was <laughs> yeah. You know, the world's greatest detective. Like, I want to see that, but like. Also, see his arrogance too. Batman, like I don't like Batman. He's extremely arrogant. Oh, he like he starts out like he has to make mistakes. Yeah, and he learns from those mistakes. Like he, he you know, he doesn't. Um, he's he's clever, but it's just the idea. He has a lot of luck on his side. Like you ever seen uh, Batman: Mask of the Phantasm? Yeah. In that, they show him making a lot of mistakes, yeah. and, and like you get the idea. Like oh, he almost gets caught by the police without his mask on and stuff like that, and it's crazy. Yeah. Another thing that's big on that movie. Is it reverts back to his parents. Yes. He upholds his parents as if they were gods and believes that if he doesn't do everything in his humanly power to produce justice, that he somehow wronged them. He doesn't understand that they are human beings. And in the comics, too, they never show them as being humans. And I really wish they would show like some sort of flaw or shortcomings with uh, uh, Martha and Thomas Wayne. You know how I would fix the... Uh, to, to like This is also... this is hmm. you'll, you'll see my train of thought once I finish okay. this up, but... Yeah. Uh, the way I would fix the uh, DC universe is I would make this, this everything that's happened up to this point Earth two, uh, and then just literally just just kill off, just kill them. They off. introduce Darkseid and he just gets rid of everyone, destroys everybody. Them. Yep, and then they can recast everybody, mm. restart the whole universe. They can even bring them all back as cameos, and then we could get like uh, Thomas Wayne Batman. Flashpoint. Flashpoint. Yep. Honestly, honestly, if they did that, I would be impressed because one, it's yeah. dark and gratuitous. The fans would love it. Yep. And then people would be like, oh, it's a reboot. And again, and they, DC does they that. They claim, oh my god, it was all planned from the beginning. Of course. There's going to be like some them. hardcore DC fans like, you guys just didn't have enough faith, man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> did you suck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you, wait, did you guys like uh, Ben Affleck as Batman? I do. Yeah? I, I think I had... Obviously, more than he's in a movie. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. We never got him in a standalone. And I think it had potential. And you know, I, that was that is that is my like that is my cast like when I imagine Batman as like a kid growing up and like seeing these different actors like well who are they gonna cast as Batman I, I always wanted to be Ben Affleck Ben Affleck he had the chin for it young Ben Affleck yeah, the, yeah yeah young Ben Affleck that when he was Daredevil I could see him as exactly he was just kind of past I guess Ben Affleck you know he can be he, he can, he's a good actor he can be good at a lot of things he tries a lot of different things. A big thing again to keep in mind is he just needs you know a good crew who can work with him yeah. and you know lead him in the right direction. How He's, would you uh, pit this Joker up against that Batman? It would in, like be, a good movie I if mean, you were trying to make it. You good could movie. have Jared Leto. I mean, they even showed it to his fucking 
grills being on the side. Like, all you got is shit. Fucking do as Batman. Jared Leto's Joker, I feel like, could take on many different forms. Like, the Joker is kind of a master of disguise, at least in some adaptations. So yeah. you could show him as, like, he has this flamboyant outfit, but that's just a distraction. So you think, oh, that's a Joker. And then later, they could they could uh, uh, hint at, like, just a name. They drop a name, Jack White. And, like, they could Halfway, halfway through <laughs> the movie, here. though. What, the, what else? What are the other names? Halfway through this, uh, this you know, hypothetical Batman standalone movie, Jack White uh, pops up as a big plot twist, you know, halfway through the movie, and you realize it's the Joker. Like, but it's subtlety. Like, you'd see him in the background and stuff like that, and, you know, yeah. drops the bomb and stuff like that. I think you, it could work. It could be a little bit more comic booky because you have you, – they hinted at the Robin – you know, and yeah. showing Batman and Robin, I want to see that on the big screen. Dude, it would I be want interesting. so bad to see them just standing next to each other for like a few minutes. And yeah, be like that. Actually, in the the Titans uh, DC show, I was we gonna were... bring that up, but I, I didn't. I could never yeah. find a good. Note. You guys watching that? I, no. I I'm watching it, and I don't even have a fucking subscription. I'll tell you. I'll say this about the casting, just the casting. Sure. Brenton, Brenton Thwaites yeah, is the actor. He he played he, you know he looks like Robin. He can be a little bit more charismatic and upbeat. I think they're going to build upon that and get to that. But I don't blame the actor as much as I just blame the writing. You know, like it's, they're also sticking to gritty. And, and I get why they're doing that. But what they got to stop? It's Jeff Johns. <laughs> they got to stop with the blood squids. All right. Every time yeah, Robin punches someone in the face, he doesn't. It's like he tapes ketchup packets to the back. I don't get that. Like, watch Daredevil. All right. Daredevil has good fight scenes. Right. And it's just about a guy down to earth, you know, trying to do Don't justice. Go I, I, won't, I won't. I haven't seen season three. I won't. I, I I'm not talking about it. season three. Just season one, Daredevil. Okay, take that fighting style, or just like that idea of fighting. Just, or even just like Die Hard. You know, people get punched in Die Hard, and there's no blood squids. Okay, so just take classic action movies, apply that to a live action version of Batman and Robin, and boom, you have a good ass movie. I mean, you, you need to do more than that, but like you have yeah. a good base. Will they do that? Probably not because they're just, it's, it's too toxic. You know, it's too saturated and what they did to Ben Affleck, like, it's just, it's they sad. They literally just need to make that suit a little bit tighter. A little bit and they can change the suit. Like they can, they were going for a Frank Miller's uh, look Batman suit. Yeah, I get it, but it, to me it came off just as I feel like you would want it to be puffy, though, because, like, you're getting hit by bullets and punches and knives and shit like that. So like, he, you know, the best since I came here, and it's just, like... I know, I mean, I, no, I get the logistics like... of it, but, like... <laughs> yeah. I don't know, it doesn't look cool. I'll admit... It, I mean, you walking outside in this winter cold. I'll, I know, I know. I'll wear the costume here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, it does have kind of a bit of a bulge just around the groin area. I don't get what that was about. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. He has, like, he had a super, <laughs> super protective thing. That's I, right. If I was a villain... That's a good point, actually. I'd be punching everybody in the dick. <laughs> like, have you ever seen Dodgeball? Yeah. With Ben Stiller, and he has, like, the fucking pump in his crotch. Oh, no. That's what Batman did. Except it's titanium. <laughs> <laughs> titanium pump? Oh, that just sounds wrong. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> but I think... I think we covered, like, a, a good gist of just, like, you know, what DC could do, needs to do. Because they've had some high points, yeah. a lot of low points recently, but they're trying new things. And, you know, they're never going to stop. Like, they've rebooted Spider-Man, like, what, three times yeah. for the MCU? So they're going to... Another one. Amazing Spider-Man series. Oh, mm. so sad. Aftermath. 
of the Dark Knight. They try to do something like that. It's yeah. Fucked up. Actually, want to take this time. Yeah. Rest in peace, Stanley. Yeah. Oh yeah. We lost Stanley today. I can't believe that. That's sad. I'll, I'll say this. Heroes died. He was the, the king is dead, right? King of comics. Legends never die, bro. <laughs> well, legends never die, obviously. You know what that leaves for us, uh, us, uh, us mm. art people? There's a there's now an empty castle to climb to. So there's now going to be what we have to be the best comic artist. Yeah. Are you saying? <laughs> are you saying you've so seen the Hokage spot is up for grabs? Naruto. This isn't Game of Thrones or some shit like that. Like I saw the throne of God and it was empty. <laughs> it's nothing like that. I mean, I'll say this. I'll say this about the dude. All right. Obviously, he's affected huge things. You know, for comics in general, especially the American scene. You cannot deny that. Age ninety five though, and keep in mind. He, he, he lost. Life, yeah. He lived his life and and lost. Uh, he, he lost his wife like two years ago. Yeah. So he he did as much as humanly possible, right? He was an enthusiastic man, and it's you shouldn't. I don't think you should mourn what's inevitable, especially if you die of old age. That's a life fulfilled, especially he for a man. So lived an American dream, dude. Yeah. He lived yeah. an American dream. Yeah, I mean, he helped create fucking Spider Man, and Iron Man was his pride and joy. Like, he basically set up the success for, like, everything that we have nowadays as far as, like, what we consider maybe a renaissance uh, era for uh, comic book movies and stuff like that. Everyone goes, Mobius went and stuff like that. For those who don't know, Mobius is just, like, he's considered the Pope of comics over in Europe. He's a French man. Very cool stuff. But uh, that's that's (laughs) the best point. all over the world. Yeah. And there's... (laughs) What are you going to say? Feeling better than us? <laughs> feel, a, feel a little bougie over here? It's a bouge time. We'll take this outside. <laughs> the revolution will not be televised. <laughs> Alright, what do we got for closing statements on this Dark Knight uh, podcast? We actually, you know, we never finished the interrogation. Interrogation? Interrogation is a good, good closing moment. What are you going to say about the interrogation? Or do we have to interrogate you about the interrogation? Never start with the Okay. I think it's one of the best film scenes in cinematic history. I, I, I think there's an argument to be made there, and it's got some clout behind it, you know? You have, it's, because it's just, as much as it is about how they filmed it, you know, about them punching and stuff like that, before you like, t- remove all that, it's just about two actors acting out these roles. And keep in mind, they're ridiculous roles. One man is dressed up as a fucking bat. The other one a clown. And somehow, that is not just scary, but like you're on your edge of the seat the whole time. And Heath Ledger kills it in that interrogation scene. Both before and after. Like when he's just in there, you know, he's saying he wants his phone call and stuff like that. And he he knows how to like get people upset. And, you know, it makes sense. Like... You got someone who's talking about how he killed your friends. Like, that's fucked up. You want to know which one of them were cowards? Like, that is fucking brilliant, dude. And just, just the scene how he grits his teeth, you know? Yeah. He's just like, you killed six of my friends. And he's just like, ouch. I <laughs> That many? Ooh. And this <laughs> I thought I killed like one or two. I didn't know I killed six. Oh. And then, what is it? Uh, and then with... It's like Owen Wilson. Wow. <laughs> and Batman. Wow. Batman being like a man of few words in that interrogation scene, what's great about it is it's all through his body language, you know? You see how he really wants to... He's the unstoppable force, meeting the immovable object, and he cannot break this person. He can't, like, 
put any fear in the Joker. Mm-hmm. And that's what's you guys so... Ever see that, you guys ever see that Robot Chicken sketch where Batman beats the Joker with his... Like, literally oh, with oh, yeah. With his punch of his punch. like, fucking going. He's like, going. And then he's just like... One of the Joker states is just like, I'll get out of jail, kill some more people, you'll beat me up, I'll go back to jail, get out. He's like, yes, 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 it's a endless cycle, but there's got to be some other way. And just like, and then they like, put him on trial. And there's like, Joker, for the death of 657 people and a lot of other crimes that, you know, seem a little arbitrary compared to 657 people. <laughs> Why didn't the, what, Batman v Superman and Batman kill the Joker by now? I don't know if he killed someone. Exactly. They killed so many other people. They're missing some stuff in that movie. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that's the idea. It's, it's style over substance with Batman v Superman. I wish it wasn't. And they try to add some substance, but the they lack the execution. You can't show Batman that violent. Well, it, it's after uh, uh, it Jason Todd dies. So you get the idea that he's supposed to be a little bit more violent. But he wouldn't start putting fucking guns on his car and blowing up. Because he legitimately had a minigun just take out eight people in that chase scene. Oh, yeah. At least. I think I'm being very generous with that number. <laughs> At least. Uh. But like, you know, the whole, like that scene, to like the intimidation scene, mm-hmm. you know, back to, I'm, I'm going back to why, like, you know, actor being Batman. Yeah. You know, like Christian Bale being Batman. A lot of people gave him shit. But he was fucking good. good. Yeah. He was great. But think about, so Heath Ledger did a lot of method acting. So did uh, Christian Bale because Christian Bale had a movie right before this one oh, where he starved himself yeah he went to 140 pounds the director and the producer told him like you can't go any further and he was like no I think I can lose at least another more 10 pounds yeah. and they're like no you're gonna fucking eat something before we like they don't want him to die and then after that movie he's cast as Batman and in six months he has to use. 100 pounds <gasps> like how the fuck do you do that that's a fucking transformer right there <laughs> I can't bang, I can't like gain five pounds if I worked out for like three months and he gained like oh my god. So yeah, I get it. He's not the perfect Batman, but at the end of the day, you try to do that. <laughs> He's at least committed enough to be Yeah. Yeah. And like you know the whole scene, you know, like the way you describe it, like the Joker was just in control the whole fucking time. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you can like Christian Bell was so good, you can see it that he's fucking you know, body language. He's just using his fucking fist, like. Yeah. And he he starts punching him. He starts. Yeah. He starts. You know, he has punching. nothing else to do. Like he's just. He doesn't know who like he is. Just, yeah. Like, should have beat him a little longer. I think what he should have done. Well, he grossly out, like beat the shit out of him. But you can tell, like the Joker was like in his head too. You know, he was talking about like, oh, like these people will cash you out, like once they don't need you anymore. Yeah. You know, like, and so you, like you can see that like, he's thinking about this, and then. You know, when he mentions Rachel, it's almost like, oh, fuck, he knows who I am now. <laughs> it's know? either it's either he knows his identity, or at the very least, it's just the oh, primal... he knows. He, he, he knows. knows. You think he, he knows? knows. He mentioned Rachel. Well, I think he mentioned Rachel because he, well, he doesn't know Bruce Wayne, but he knows. But he knows that Rachel, like like he said, it's the way you threw yourself after yeah. her. He, he's like, oh, I found someone you hold dear, and he yeah. was just like, I'm gonna mess with that. And it's just that primal fear of, of you know, losing a loved one. Yeah. And in the hands of a psycho. And so he's just like, you fuck, like, he's just angry. Yeah. Bitch. Oh, he, he's insanely angry. He, he breaks bulletproof glass in an interrogation room <laughs> with a man's head. Like, how do you do that? And he locks the door 
He puts a chair. You know, <laughs> he did, I'm surprised he never that device for that locking the door thing. Yeah, he, like some sticky thing. He just straight up went. No, he was going street on that. Classic style. I should put on my purple gloves for this one. You know, he's beating the shit out of him. You're just you know screaming. You know, where are they? You know, like he's just this is a last resort, man. Like he's just doing it. Like, when he does get violent, it's because he sees no other yeah. way out. And it, it, it's tough. Like, in that situation, you, like, the audience also has nothing. We're not like, ooh, he's going to pull this out and help. No, it's like, there's, we, they gave yeah. us nothing on the Joker. And, and then, like, you know, like him and, like, that, the dynamic between him and Harvey then, you know, it comes full circle when, you know, Harvey's like, like, I told you about, you know, the corrupted, like, your corrupted men and all that, you know, like, at the end. Oh yeah, and I, it's it's hard to it's it's hard to read into that for me because I'm wondering does that is the message never compromise you know like do you have to have a strict idea of justice and no one can be held accountable or no I'm sorry everyone has to be held accountable because by that definition then like in the situation of uh, Ramirez right her her mom was in the hospital yeah. owned by the mob that's and why she did it. That's why, because, right, because they're holding a level one hostage. And I it's mean, just Gordon's even doing the bad thing by, like, associating himself with Batman. There is no, yeah. there is not, not a crime going on, you know? Right. It, it's very morally great. And that's the, the, the tragedy of, of Harvey Dent, because, you know, he, up until that point, he'd been playing it straight. You know, yeah. he gets pushed to the edge, and then what he gets thrown over. <laughs> More really tragic. Oh, it's a sucker. Is <laughs> <laughs> what you get for being good and God? <laughs> I suppose. I and guess so. Aaron Eckhart, he did really good. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. really fucking good. He, he did a good job. The um, the actress who played Rachel, like her role, became very central because just the idea, like for for Two Face, it's just the idea that he lost his future. Not like it's one thing to be horribly disfigured, and you get yeah. the idea that pushed him. But then there's the idea, like he lost his future. He was doing all this to build like a perfect family. Found the woman he was going to fall in love with. All that was taken away from him, and it wasn't just because of the Joker. It's just like because of these fools, the, yeah. the people who, who didn't listen to me, and it's hard yeah. to argue with them. Like, I, um, I'm, yeah, I'll be honest. I honestly, like, well, actually, I'll, I probably would have done the same thing. It's it's tough. Like when you when you get burned that bad, both figuratively and literally, what do you do with it? And at the end, I'll say this much: you know, a lot of people think that Batman killed Harvey Dent in that scene towards the end, but no. Batman just took out like a hundred goons in a tower, including some SWAT members, right? He's sweating away in that armor. He's tired. He fought the Joker, beat the Joker. So when he goes to, you know, when he pushes Dent, and he, but Dent grabs onto the child, well, Batman, an exhausted Batman, has one choice, you know? Save the child or save Dent. And he, he chose the latter, or the, the former. And that's, you know, like... Police officers would do that, you know? Yeah. Between saving a, a convicted criminal and a child. And he can't save them both. So that's a situation where, like, it's not... He didn't intentionally kill him, you know? He was just like, this is all I can do. Yeah. And saving a kid, you know? At the end of the day, what are you supposed to do? So is it a no-killing rule? But it's more of a, I don't know, you know, as much as humanly possible, you know? Yeah. He never... Batman never murders, I think, is a better statement. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's never... There's never the intent to murder. And I guess that's the situation with the Joker, because if he ever killed the Joker, it's the idea there's an intent. So, eh, I, I don't think that changes the argument, but like it just maybe rewords it. Yeah. This right. has been the Decap Recap. Thank you for enduring, 
and enjoying the uh, interesting spiel this Monday. So much. Indeed, you deserve an ice cream cone. We're not going to give you one, but like you know, get one for yourself. <laughs> you definitely deserve it. All right. Peace out, everybody.